Maybe I ought to eat your cornbread. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Welcome back. Episode nine of Everything Tastes Good. I am your host, Rod, and... Oh, yeah, me. I, uh, I'm Jay Penn. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and he's the host, Jay Penn. You forgot who you were? Listen, it's been one of them days. I li- <laughs> okay. I, I feel like you felt it in your shondos, as you would say. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I just came off a vacation in Savannah, which is beautiful. It's a very relaxed date city. If you got a, a partner, a lover, a babe, whatever you want to call it, an entanglement and you all want to get away. Not entanglement. Um, <laughs> listen, you live how you live. This is a good place to go. It is very, very pretty. It has great food. Paula Dean restaurant was the business. Hmm. And um, Charleston was really nice as well. Good food, good Southern food. That's just a really relaxed vibe. I'm going to be honest about something. Can I just take this real quick? Let, hey, it's honesty it hour. But the black people down there... Mm-hmm. Um, they're like the street sweepers and they work in the kitchen. And from what I saw, you know, from the area that I was in, which was the tourist area. Um, but they look at other POCs like, what? It, it was weird. Wait, they it look at us like, how? Like, like, get out. You remember how they was looking like, <laughs> uh, uh-uh. That literally, and it was so weird. And then like non-POC were so friendly and they were like, "Hey, how you doing?" And we were uh, shit. The POCs probably feel like y'all coming there to take the opportunities. They white opportunities. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't come to take anything, but I do come to take my time with this food. So let's get into it, Jay. What we eat? <laughs> um, it's officially fall, y'all. Like I know we mentioned yeah. that last week, but like it's for real ass fall now. Like temperatures dropping everywhere, but LA and Houston probably. But yes. <laughs> the leaves are changing, and so is the temperature in select places. Um, so we figured <laughs> that we would uh, we would like jump into some fall dishes, and so mm-hmm. for me. One of my favorite fall dishes, and honestly, it ain't really got to be fall, but it, it works perfectly. Uh, apple pie, but because the nigga is counting oh. calories, Come okay, on, count them up. And count them up. I'm of a certain age where flour sticks like grits. What um, age is that? Of a, of an age where your metabolism okay, slows down and okay. you start to develop things that you ain't had before. Okay, that age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found a recipe for crustless apple pie that mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal. Excuse my French or lack thereof. Um, yeah, like I never knew that you could make apple pie without the crust and it still be on some shit. So, where'd you get it? like, where'd you get the recipe? I just found it. Like, so one of the main like websites I've been using this season for the show is delish.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was just, I quickly Googled fall dessert recipes and this came up and it's essentially just three large apples butter as paula Dean paula dean would say more butter more butter for more niggas um (laughs) i'm done listen i'm I'm not in that granulated sugar ground cinnamon uh rolled oats vanilla ice cream and caramel for drizzling and so it's literally everything but the crust for apple pie. You take the apple, you split it up into like eight sections, not actually cutting all the way through, but like eight slits deep enough to where they make pockets. Wow. Um, you 
put on the rolled oats, you put on the cinnamon and the sugar and all this other shit so that it caramelizes while it bakes for about 40 minutes. It comes out, you drizzle on the caramel, you put a scoop of ice cream on top of that bitch and set it and forget it. You got what you need. Did you like it? I love it. I would give it, honestly, this is a five out of five. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, right, ooh, ooh. right. Question, mm. and, and I know it's a sidebar, but it's still relevant. What the fuck is granulated sugar? Like I just I see it, and it's, it, the recipe called for it, and I'll put it in there. But I don't really know what's really the difference between that and any other sugar. Like what's you that? know you know these white folks don't need no reason or season to call anything what the fuck they want to call it. So I don't know either. Ah, okay. I'm, I thought you had an idea. I know you're a little bit more versed in the kitchen than I am. No, so I, I really wish I knew. I'm assuming it's something about the way that the sugar is processed. That's what I'm thinking, but you know, I don't let me sit here and lie to y'all people because I don't know. You have stevia in your shit fucking with me. Oh, okay. John, stevia. <laughs> Anything but stevia. <laughs> um, so what did you uh, what did you make? So you know, I, I purchased. I purchased, mm-hmm. the, but I, I I got it. Um, because this is fall, you know, and this episode is sugar spice and everything nice. So you know, we're doing things that's fall, like the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the whole, <laughs> the sweet potato pie. Yes, sweet potatoes are a fall thing. Okay? Yes, they are. And so I have the sweet potato pie. And I know what go in it because I got a bomb sweet potato pie. I won't give you my recipe, but what they <laughs> generally put in old sweet potato pie is the nutmeg and the cinnamon and the half and half and one egg. And, you know, you make sure you got, you know, your little shits together with your uh, sweet potatoes. And I'm going to give you all a secret that I don't usually give folks, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> If you want all the goodness to stay in your sweet potatoes, Mm-mm. one, do not boil them. Okay, that's we don't do that here. Uh-uh. Okay, okay. Um, we bake our sweet potatoes. Okay, mm-hmm. and when you bake them, you want to put on a very, very thin layer of olive oil. Because if anybody know anything about oils, olive oil is a thicker oil and it holds in. So you want to hold in, and then you put foil around it so that when it bakes everything just kind of bakes back into itself don't ask me for nothing else y'all okay <laughs> now even though i didn't make this we put sweet potato pie i am going to eat it and uh you know what matter of fact since I said that, come on kitchen hacks those were that was some insightful shit mm. Mm. here you go with this shit mm. you hear me eating like this and i ain't got no man mm. oh my god <laughs> 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 now I got a surprise for y'all. Okay, well, baby, if you put as much effort into eating a man the way you eating that pie, listen, I've been mad today. Okay, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> when you took that ring off, uh, I got something else because I just knew that wasn't one wasn't gonna be enough for me. You know, when I, <laughs> I eat, can't. I eat it all. <laughs> wow! And so I got the crust filled apple pie. Wait, Lord, what? Look at Seely. You got crust filled apple pie or sweet potato pie? Mm, mm, I got two pies. Oh. <laughs> do you have two medical cards? Because you're going to need them. God, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what the fuck is in this apple pie, okay? But I will tell you is that I got a bomb ass apple pie recipe. All right? Oh, man. We need to do a uh, everything tastes good cookbook. You no, know what I'm saying? No, so- baby, we need to have an intervention. Why you got some pies? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're blessed in the city. My listen. cup runneth over. You know, I'm just hey, listen. 
it is what it is but they're good and and honestly i got small pies so they're like literally what i call pocket pies you know they're the 50 cent pies pies. (laughs) some small one for each hand you know you got to make sure when you eat it you hold it right some sweet shit for the kids listen sweet shit for me now where'd you get these pies from these pies can be found at your local walmart um oh really (laughs) yeah i got those uh patty uh miniature pie then (laughs) you know because it was the 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 mini patty pie okay and that motherfucker good please cook your patty pies people was out here doing that patty pie fiasco eating the pie right from the box eating the damn pie raw now ain't nothing wrong with eating some pie raw but this ain't the pie you want to eat raw no no what pie you eat raw boy pie (laughs) 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 jk mom jk Uh, don't listen to that name Um, no, me being the super saint that I am, I know nothing of that. Um, what I will tell you is that, um, the pie from the store is delish. But what you will know is. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, you needed $10 and 50 cents to get a medium pizza. Okay. Come on, Phaedra Parks. If y'all don't watch Housewives of Atlanta, literally that's what they're from. That is the read of the century. I don't know of any read on any television show that has outread that woman. Mm-hmm. You can look that up in the history books. <laughs> and the Guinness record book. Listen, she read that bitch. She read the bitch so bad that it made candy eye twitch as she turned her head to the left. Oh, did you no. see that? I did. Yeah, go back and look at it. I did a whole series where I was literally just watching um, the, the finales of Real mm. House of, Rwanda, of Atlanta. But with the sugar spice and everything nice, Bug, um, I will give this a... Mm, I'll give it a, a four. It's you a four. Sure? It's a four. I want to give it a five. Because your tongue sound happy. <laughs> My tongue made that sound before. <laughs> and look how it worked out for me, okay? Be careful with that. <laughs> Lord Jesus. So what I will say is this. <laughs> um, it was good. It is good. It tastes good. But, um, yeah, it's a strong four stars. I didn't give it any, anything, any circles this time. So a strong <laughs> four stars. Well, I'm glad to find that you finally found something that makes you happy because it's been a struggle this season. Listen, well, this is the happy season. This is cuffing season. This is let things go, you know, shift falling off, you know, rejuvenating oneself at the end of the year, preparing for Christmas spirits. So, I mean, this this is a good time. Yeah. This, this is a good feel. But who you cuffing this season, Jay? Not a damn soul. Well, there you go. Not a motherfucking because bitches don't like being cuffed during regular season. So why would I start trying to cuff you now? I ain't got time for it. Mm -mm. I understand. Well, tell me this. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's cuffing season. Although you might not be cuffed a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You probably got some rules as to how you operate if the time do come when it's time to cuff. Oh, you know I do. Let's discuss. (laughs) Come on. Play the let's cuffing music. I don't even know what that sound like. But I'm I'm praying that it's playing in the back. Listen. Let's get some do's and don'ts on cuffing, okay? Okay, now, now how many you need? Give me give me three do's, give me three don'ts, okay? Okay. And well, and I'm going to give you three, too. We're going to go back and forth, all right? So give me your first, give me your don'ts first. I, I like bad shit first because that way it just kind of put me in the mode. Yes. Give me the bad shit first. What, what would you say don't do 
on cuff and seat during cuffing season. Well, Roger, you know, this was all so unexpected. I wasn't prepared with anything, but saying that we're talking about it, uh, don't chase nobody. <laughs> Nigga, you got a life list. Come on. <laughs> all of a sudden, you say, how old are you now? How many years you been? That's my okay. business. That's my business. Okay, um, that's your business. Number one, don't chase a motherfucking soul. Okay, mm. let's start there. Now, wait a minute. Now, you, now, we, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that, you know, being proactive mm-hmm. and, you know, going after people in a manner which is appropriate, not stalking a motherfucker. You know, this ain't the show you on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Even though it is real good, go watch it if you ain't seen that shit. But, <laughs> I mean, do you not actively pursue it all? Or what you mean when you say don't chase nobody? You know, in my 30 mm, years of life, mm. I, um, I've realized as of late... Okay. People like that chase, and they will make you chase the ass. You will end up exhausted, and they will end up with the next bitch. Oh, goodness. So, take your K-Swiss off. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Prop your feet up on the couch. rock my K-Swiss. No, baby, we ain't rocking no K-Swiss this season. (laughs) Uh, Throw your feet up, and don't chase a motherfucking soul. And I'm I'm saying this jokingly, but honestly, I'm, I'm for real. Like, people like... To be chased, and I'm noticing this from like they do. spending time on apps. People like that bullshit, that back and forth. Oh, I they drop do. off for three weeks and then I come back. Oh, oh hey, my gosh. no, because you wanted me to chase you, and you thought I was going to chase you, but then when you saw that I wasn't, no. then you come back. It don't into work the, like that. No, it don't work that way. It don't work. Not like that. It don't mm-hmm. work. Not like that. My don't is, and honestly, because I mean, you can probably look at my professional background. It's like okay, it makes sense for him, but. Don't ask shallow ass questions. If you talking about getting to know me, hmm. ask me real ass questions. You know, ask me shit that's going to really fucking matter and help you understand if you're going to like my motherfucking ass or not. Hmm. Don't ask me what type of stores I like to go to. Motherfucker, who cares? <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't want a nigga to ask. <laughs> no, no. Ask me what, what makes you happy. What, that's the type of shit I want you to If you're trying to get to know me Get to know me Ask me questions that matter That's see, about again, you though Nigga I don't have to go to another store in my life I could be on Amazon Prime oh, forever And that still mm-hmm. would not help you Understand shit about me Okay, okay? I'm gonna I mean, shut my fat ass up Go ahead Come on what's your next don't Give me your don't Give me number two don't Ooh, Okay I know there's so many Just give me one now one, Just one Number two Don't settle don't settle for the bullshit. Don't settle for somebody who's below your idea of looks. Mm. Uh, just don't settle. You're mm. in a play like cuffing season is not a time to settle. It's a time to have fun, date, see what you like, so that when cuffing season is over, you can see if you still want to remain with said person. But this is not mm. the time to settle and start letting down your your standards for motherfuckers. Mm. This ain't it. Quarantine and all. Don't let down no standards. Don't start settling. You know what? I can agree with that. You know, there are some things that we put into place, but just be open to other options that you may not have, you know, looked at. But my number two, because I won't I won't add to yours. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. I am so fucking tired of lying ass mother. Mm. I just can't uh. be honest. Just be honest. What does it take? Well, Candy. 
That's all I ask. Just be honest with why you gotta lie <laughs> when you know you don't. Want <laughs> you know you don't want me. Why you gotta? Lie? No, honestly, that's real shit though. Like, don't you don't have to say face for me. You don't have to create a story or a narrative yes, that's no, not there trying no, to impress me. Because <laughs> no, baby, I got some highs in my life. Okay, and as my friend knows, I got some lows in my motherfucking life and i embrace all of it because that's my truth but all of that is my story where i am will not tell you where i'm going to be so don't don't judge me by the chapter that you own baby but be honest <laughs> that's all that i ask that's all that i ask give me your number three jay um it's power so damn good go ahead number three mm-hmm. don't catch anything covid stds kids or feelings uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> It's cuffing Uh-oh. season, Uh-oh. and we are doing cuffing season during a different season, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, this, we are still very much in COVID. So, we are date around, do a bunch of FaceTime calls. When you start to feel comfortable on said FaceTime calls, then maybe y'all meet up in a park. There we go. Meet up in the park, have a picnic, keep it cute. Let's take Keep it about four feet walk. away, because six feet is a lot for a first date. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So don't catch COVID. Don't catch, catch STDs fucking with these motherfuckers, because there is such thing as super gonorrhea at this point. So don't just be hoeing uh-huh. around during the cuffing season. You know your president just uh, supposedly caught COVID. I don't have a president. Motherfuckers that I don't have a president. Oh, it, it's not as bad as they say. Like, this motherfucker's out here. And niggas calling his ass the Messiah. I said, okay. Y'all motherfuckers going too far. Did you hear me? You're too, you're too delusional. Child, he's somebody president because he sure is making some rules, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, and niggas listening to it. Um, um, as far as the feelings go, I don't want to like completely discourage you from getting attached to somebody. I'm just saying, be careful cool. with like Wade in the motherfucking water when it comes mm-hmm. to your feelings. Don't get too damn deeply involved in somebody who ain't feeling you deeply either. Mm. And don't start giving your heart to somebody who you see is not ready for it. It's literally True. cuffing season. Just have True. some fun. Get to know motherfuckers. Get to know them. Get get to. That's why my questions come into play, Jay. Hey. That's why they gotta ask them questions. I see. <laughs> okay, mine. Don't press sensitive or hard conversations or topics. Hmm. To be honest, sometimes people are not ready to discuss said things. Okay, mm-hmm. it's okay. And if those are clues as to where that person is emotionally and it does not align with where you are emotionally, let it go. Give me an example of a sensitive question. You can ask someone like, oh, okay, how was it growing up for you in Chicago? If this nigga know he had a rough childhood, he probably does not want to talk about it, which means that he got some deep rooted issues that you might not want to work through. And that's okay. You might want to keep it moving, you know, Mm -hmm. and they might be open to discussing it, but they don't want to be judged in that moment as to things that happened in their life. And they don't want to be um, the victim, you know, uh, because of things that have transpired. So they may shy away away from it. So, you know, those are some things to kind of like, you know, look out for, but also don't press the issue because you can come off a bit pushy and, you know, too forceful and very parental. And I am talking about my motherfucking self, okay, because I have done it. <laughs> I figured that's what he was getting yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And it never worked out. So don't do that. But we done with the dumb shit, okay? Y'all got the dumb shit. We got the dumb shit. Don't do that shit. Jay, tell me what you do. Give me, give me what you do do. So it's funny. As I'm listening to both of us tell our don'ts a lot of our shit foreshadowed our do's and so weigh your options is my first do and when Mm -hmm. i say weigh your options i mean whatever you want to date 
whoever you want to date in whatever way you want to date them, I say go for it. So if you are a man who has only dated a Puerto Rican girl, try the black chick. Black is better. If you only ever date a black woman, try the white chick. You might find something that you like. Um, shit, if you don't want to date chicks no more, don't say you no chicks no more. Suck a dick or two. But listen, listen, suck a dick. All I'm saying is weigh out whatever options you want to have during cuffing season. Okay. Black, Puerto Rican, Chinese girl, all of that. Do it. Don't have no shame in your game. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Remember that? Now, watch you. I do remember Um, that. I say put effort into making plans. That's mm. something that people, they, I don't know how it is out in out the rest of the world, but let me tell you about Houston, okay? And this is both in the gay community and the non-gay community. I have, it's a consensus that these people do not know how to date and they don't make plans. Do you know what they say? What? You like them. I like you. I'm interested. I want to hang out. Let's hang out. Oh, what's your address? <laughs> well, it ain't much of shit to do in Houston, so... Plentiful parks, okay? Okay. <laughs> we have an amazing beach in Galveston that's literally 45 minutes away. Not amazing. That murky-ass like, beach. is better than coming to my house. I want to feel like I am having an experience with you. I know what my home looked like. Let's do something. That's funny, because the and, niggas in L.A. know how to date. They just don't date you long. Oh, <laughs> so you you will get to, you want to go on a ritzy ass date? Bring your ass to LA. Come on, come Just on, let's go. Don't bother saving this nigga's number because you won't be using it. That's much. it. <laughs> uh, it's a, and I tell people that about Los Angeles. It is a good place to have a date. It is just not a good place to date. A date, just one. My number two do. Um, do pay attention to how people respond to like your interaction with them, to the questions that you ask them. It's important. Body language tells everything. It tells how comfortable someone is or uncomfortable someone is. It tells how interested they are, the way that they look at you, the gestures that they make towards you, the the hand on the small of the back. Like, all of those things matter. So I just personally think that it's important to pay attention to how they respond to questions that you ask. Um, you know, just the whole nine. So, yeah. What's your number three do? Interesting. Um, mine is just enjoy it. Don't get too caught up in all the logistics of it. Just fucking enjoy cuffing season for what it is. And that's just a season to have fun. A season to figure yes. you out, figure them out, and figure out where the fuck is going, if anywhere. Um, and which kind of like is a nice uh, cap off to everything else that either of us has said. Don't forget to enjoy any of this. You know, I think that all, that actually leads into my number three, which is accept the awkward moments. Hmm. I think it's important because there are so many of those moments where it's kind of like, I don't really know what to say and all of that. It's okay. It's fine. Don't say shit. Let it sit. Don't feel like you have to say something. I'm like, oh, okay. And then just carry the fuck on. What's It'll- the most awkward moment you ever had on a date? Ooh. The most awkward. I had a really awkward moment in LA where I knew it was just not going to work out because he was so fucking pompous um, that it was just like, and he could tell it was just like, uh, yeah, you're just not the person that I am interested in. And he was still trying to figure himself out. He ain't even came out to his family for real. You need to figure out who the fuck you are. Um, it was just this whole ugh, thing. 
it had to be more awkward. I had a date in L.A. And, I mean, not in L.A. in um, Houston, and I ain't like this motherfucker from jump. From I mean, literally, since when he jumped out his car Ooh. and I saw him, and I was like, mm, "This not gonna work." But I went ahead and went inside anyway, and I didn't say shit the whole time. I'm eating very, very fucking slowly because one thing about me is if I like the food, I eat fast. If I don't like that shit, I eat real, real slow and I get shit to go. <laughs> and so. I'm like, mm, eating real slow, not saying anything. He's talking, my eyes get big, and then I do my little smile. And um, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> why are you laughing, Jones? <laughs> I just see it all playing out. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, you're really quiet, aren't you? I said, nope. Oh. And, <laughs> I kept, and he was like, Oh, like, nah, uh-uh. this is a no. This is a no. This is... So, Jesus. no, it, it's a no. It's a no. It's a no. Yeah, that was awkward. Um, yeah, Have you had any awkward little cuffing season dates? Uh, it was not necessarily cuffing season, but I went out on a date with this guy only to get there, start talking to him to, and realize that I went out on a date with him years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And as he kept talking, I'm just like, these stories sound familiar. Mm. This vibe of me not giving a fuck feels familiar. Oh. Um, and his arrogance feels the oh. most familiar. And so as we sit there talking, <clears throat> I start going through my Instagram to see if I can find who I think this might be. And lo and behold, there he is, just a different hair cut, and this nigga grew out oh. facial hair, and he had oh. longer hair, and so his profile, like, he had completely revamped his profile, and so oh. it felt like a new situation until I got there, and you can change your face and hair all you want to, but you can't change who you are. Listen, that core of you does rarely, rarely changes. If you a fucked up, dirty ass, no good ass, lying ass, cheating ass, Ooh, uh-uh. that shit right there, nigga, that don't change. Um, so it was probably awkward for him when I got up, went to the bathroom, and never came back, but text him good night, and uh, that I figured out that we had gone on a date already, and that it didn't work then, it wouldn't work now, and uh, then I blocked him. But I did leave money with the with the waitress at the front on my way out, mm, so I didn't okay. I didn't so stick you, him with the bill. Okay, okay, no, that's 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 nice. That's nice enough for you to do. Um, Jesus, it was it was an insufferable conversation. Like I could not. Uh, oh, it was me, and then me, and then them, and then I helped them, uh, and then we. And I'm just like, bitch. Ooh, and then no. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's just. I don't even know how the fuck I want to go into this. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I just want y'all to be mindful of some shit, okay? Just be mindful of some things. And I just kind of, I literally wrote out some shit that I want y'all to be mindful of. And here's my, here's the shit that I wrote out. The first relationship you have is with self, okay? So during this the whole cuffing season thing, make sure that you understand that for you develop a relationship, a situationship or anything, the first relationship you have is with you. And so you need to think about before you go into these situations, because let's be honest, you might be the fucked up person we're talking about. Um, How do you talk to yourself? Okay. Mm -mm. That's important. Take care of yourself. And how do you protect yourself? You know, what do you do to protect your energy? All of these things play a major role in the 
relationship with self. And my other thing, the most reflective relationship that you can have aside from a partnership is friendships. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, my friendships look like my relationships, except we don't have sex. And my friends will tell you, I'm a good friend to them, but we ain't having sex, okay? So that's what that looks like. Your friends teach you how to be in a relationship. If you wanna practice being good to somebody that you have no ties to and no commitment to, be good to your friend. Being nice to somebody, be nice to your friend. Being loyal to somebody, be loyal to your friend. You will notice when people are not able to sustain good friendships, <laughs> the relationship category kind of just falls apart. It does not guarantee that you'll be good in relationships because you're good at friendships. I'm a witness. But it is a starting ground for practice of treating people right. That's all I got to say. Jay, what you got to say? Anything you want to say? I think you said what needed to be said and did what needed to be done. Well, come on now. We said that we did that. Um, as another part of this fall season, so we covered things to eat. We covered cuffing season, which is a huge part of fall. Um, I thought Sugar, it was also... <laughs> and what's nice? Tell me what's nice. What's nice is spending time by yourself and cuddling up yes. with a good, good Ooh. book. A good book. That's a good, a good man, Savannah. <laughs> um, and so one of the books I recently uh, added to my collection, my repertoire, is this book um, called What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker. And it's by this really talented black author um, named Damon Young. And he's a writer for, for GQ. Um, he also writes for CNN, MSN, NBC. And he has his own, like, I, I don't want to say a sketch, but he has his own channel, like own YouTube channel okay. called um, Very Smart Brothers. And so he's just like an all around black writer. And I love just that because black writer to black writer, I love seeing myself reflected in media as people who have already succeeded at what I'm trying to do. And so that felt good. And then the book itself is just, is literally a, um, almost like a collection of stories about being black in America and some of the nuances of that, but from a funny perspective. So it's not doom and gloom. It's not all the shit okay. that we've gotten to see lately that hits close to home, but it's a funny take on what it is climbing the ladder in America as a black man. Um, so it's a memoir, a memoir of oh, essays. Ooh, okay. And you're recommending this to the people. I am recommending this to the folks. I just started it. I'm probably about three chapters in. And so far, I'm okay. I'm really into it. So if you just want something to read, lay your ass up on the couch, turn on some smooth listenings by Anita Baker or Sade in ooh, the background, ooh. and read your book about, bland, about being black. <laughs> okay. Everything you give to me. That baby, she knows she did whatever that is. She did that. Yes. Okay. I have a recommendation too. Um, my book <clears throat> is The Raw Food Lifestyle. And this is by Ruth Ann Russo. I think this is an amazing book because in this book, she kind of like profiles um, different foods like raw sweeteners, waters. She even look at like pH level of different foods and juices and various smoothies, salt, the process of dehydrating food. Hmm. It's just a really good take on understanding the food. I think that's one of the biggest things. Like a lot of people don't even understand the food that they're eating. They just eat the shit because they was told to eat the shit. And that's what our family did. We ate this shit, you know. So 
I think that this book is a good read for those who really want to understand the food that they're eating and how it affects your body. In addition, she also talks about the spirituality with food. And it, for those who are into the Shondo, they understand <laughs> that food does play a part in how one feels spiritually. You remember those Israelites that came out of Egypt? They were eating the magical food of manna. So, you know, I do believe that it is important to eat good food and uh, kind of center oneself. Um, one thing that she did right in here, which I'm just going to give you a quick excerpt. I don't even know. Are we allowed to do that? Can we give excerpts? If it, if I don't know if we can do that, Ted. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. She says something I really like, and it's a book that actually you can go purchase. But she said, wherever you go, there you are. And that's a book. But the way that she stated it, obviously, I can't give you the whole thing. Get the book. Read the shit. There you go. But it just makes me think about how I think about myself and how I carry myself into the room. So said all that to say, be good to yourself. Okay. Be nice to yourself. Mm -hmm. Sugar spice and everything nice. And baby, you are everything. So be nice. Okay. Everything. I actually want to check that you. book out. Cause what yeah. you put in your body truly affects way more than just your appetite levels. And I don't even think and who think you put in your body. Shit. Okay. Who, but yes. who, or who you put in your body into. Listen, you know, they say them STDs, those spiritually transmitted motherfucking demons. Okay. All real shit too. Okay? That's real shit. Right. Listen, that's a, conver for years. That's a conversation for, for episode 10. 10. Listen, mm -hmm. <laughs> we ain't going to end y'all with no shit like that. We're going to have to put that in season two. We got to put that in season shit. two. But um, that's that's real shit, you know. So thank you all for joining us. Come on, sit down and eat good <laughs> shit. Jay, what you want to tell these good folks, these good people? I want to say thanks for listening, too. I feel like, you know, those who have been listening, y'all are, are loyal and you've been sharing and uh <laughs> you know it's great chatting with you every week no real life though uh no i'm appreciative of all of it the experience the people who listen um some of the conversations we've had have been great i know i'm talking like this is the last episode but i'm just reflecting i know quick. like damn no is i i love some of the things we've talked about and so i'm looking forward to just closing out the season next week and coming back at the top of the year and it's gonna be great we ready for y'all. We ready. All right, then, y'all. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Please do not forget to go to our Instagram. Until next time. Happy coming season, y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Toodles.